This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 561 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Total Saddle Fit, and Bait Saddles. On today's show, we will be joined by Israeli international rider, Micah Delegdish, as well as sports performance coach, John Haim. And stick around for amazing fitness tips from Nicola Smith of Dressage Rider Training. Kopfler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Taj Radio Show. Hi, Phil. I have to warn our listeners. I think we're getting a little bit punchy tonight. It's it's <laughs> part partly the like the quarantine that's going on, yes. and partly because we don't. I haven't talked to anybody for this long <laughs> since forever. Since we like. talked last time. Since last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in, in the internet, you know, again, the whole world is on the internet. So, you know, we apologize if there's any sound problems. We're going to try and get that out. But it, it's been a it's been a day. I, I have also had similar day and, and my farm. It's just um, I think we're all dealing with challenges. Everybody different challenges. These are but. challenging times. Ours are not all that serious when it comes to like production of our podcast and, and, and <laughs> things like that. But, uh, you know, we're all, I had, we're that, all I had that moment today twice. Phil, I'm not going to lie today. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I have a wonderful assistant, uh, but because of quarantine reasons, she's in her barn and I'm in my barn. It's not proportional. I have way more horses in my barn than she has in her barn. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's been a long time since I've done all the work and all the riding and whoo. Yeah. It's, uh, today I, I just, <laughs> I kind of looked around and thought, you know, we're going to do a little lunging and everyone is still alive and it, it's fine. That's, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're, you know, we're not, you know, we're not solving huge problems. We're just, nope. you know, keeping going. Right. Yep. Just and that was going. me today. Yeah. I, I just had one of those moments today where I just, I, I couldn't get everything done to get here on time. And, you know, it was great. My parents stopped by and it was my assistant's birthday. I mean, we had a lot of lovely things today and, and it just, I just ran out of time and I just had to take a deep breath, stop for a second and just say, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Everything yeah. is fine. So, yeah. uh, but I did have a funny moment. I, I actually did get off the farm today for the first time in um, about two and a half weeks. Um, I made a mistake. I had to go pick something up at Lowe's. I didn't have to get out of my car, but I had to go there. And uh, Phil, I know now what horses feel like when the gates open and you let go. <laughs> you, you, I, you opened your, you opened your gate this morning. Yes, I opened my gate. I was in my car, and I I wanted to buck and squeal. And <laughs> I mean, I was like, <sighs> I was I was not gonna lie. I I. It, again, it was a, a quick trip to Lowe's, literally didn't touch anybody, or I waved to the girl that put my, I needed a weed eater in the back of my truck. I waved to her, you know, kind of zip my window down. And then I, I I'm not gonna lie, I got some pizza, 
It's the first thing I haven't made in, in a week. And I no, sorry, two and a half weeks. It was great. And I, I ate that pizza with gusto. So I think we're we're all and, and Phil, you're working out? What? What's happening? Yeah, I just just trying to keep trying trying to keep my fitness up, you know? Not my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing, but but again, we're just seeing it as uh, an opportunity, uh, you know, to to be doing something a little bit different, and to uh, you know, to have maybe a bit of a fitness program to take with me when when uh, the the quarantine isolation stuff ends. Because I think you know, I've always thought it's probably be a good idea to do, but I just it's like many things I just didn't feel like I had the time. So I'm doing that. I'm also doing a lot of reading. I want to, when I come back to the writing, I want more tools in my toolbox, as we say, I want to, you know, bring different perspectives to, to, uh, to my writing. And, you know, how, how can I improve? How can I use this time to improve when I come back or, or, you know, just little things. So. Right. Cause um, you're your yeah, house, right? trying to think positive. What's that? So you're quarantined to your house, right? You're not you're not able to get out at all, are you? Well, I go for a run around the neighborhood. Right. But, you're, not going um, the, you're not going to the stable at all. No. No. Right. Right. Staying at home. Yeah, so yeah. so it's it's a bit different because my home is the barn. So I'm I'm sort of all the all the barn. I'm I'm, I'm doing all the things. So I, I do get to ride because I'm here on my stable. Uh, and I'm here and my husband's here. So, uh, but it takes me all day to get through my five horses. Like it's unbelievable. I forgot how that works. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what? Hopefully, you know, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, this is helping you. I, I always find that mucking stalls is a great time for thinking. You can come up with oh. your ideas. You can really, you know, plan, plan what you want to do with your show season when you come out of it, all that, all that stuff. So I'm hoping that you're just yeah. using, you know, not looking at it like, oh, you know, now I'm, I'm no. Oh no, I'm doing stalls. It's kind of like, oh, I get to do stalls. I get to take that mental break. I, you know, cause you're no, busy, I, you know, when you're, when you're showing all winter and you're kind yeah. of showing all summer, I think that's hard. Uh, yeah. No, for, yeah. for us, you know, I'm, I'm very, very lucky because again, as, as everybody knows, or if you're joining the podcast, you know, I was in Florida, so we had our whole season. I actually didn't miss a horse show. I, I was able, we were finished when um, the date started um, and finished. So, so we were good. So my horses needed some time off, but they're coming into, it's funny because they, they kind of gave us the message or gave me the message of, Hey, I want to go back to work kind of thing. We had a little break and then it was pretty clear they wanted to go back to work. So, uh, which has been fun. They actually have all been really, really fun and, and happy. Um, but I, I'm not going to lie, Phil. I, you know, obviously we've done this podcast six and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that yeah. I was, I, I listen to podcasts, but I listen to podcasts now. I get it. Like I have a whole new appreciation of podcasts. And um, because once our podcast goes out, Typically, I, I don't know that you feel, but I don't listen to the end because we, we listened to the whole thing. We did it. Um, but I, I've been listening to podcasts and I have a couple that I like and I've been listening to, to uh, you know, all kinds of things. So I'm not going to lie. I've actually really enjoyed that. Um, and, and that isn't time that I normally get with the horses. And and it's it's been fun. So so no complaints on my end. Uh, and, and I get why people listen to podcasts. I love it. So I'm trying to get some ideas on on what we can do for everybody. And um, I think. Well, I, I mean, this is a good a good chance as a reminder that, uh, you know, Glenn at Horses at the Morning are doing a daily 
coronavirus uh, right. kind of updates for the horse world and they're they're putting out a lot of content right now they are so, so we, i don't think anybody should be lacking in in horse related <laughs> exactly um, and, right. and those All kind of topics are. right yeah and, and and so we that's kind of we wanted to just say you know we know everyone is is having struggles and everybody's struggle is real and 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 we are with you and you know we are if you need anything uh you can always email us uh i'm reese at horse radio network and phil is philip at horse radio network always give us suggestions but uh the next couple the next uh you know little bit we want to take your mind off of what's going on we've been really strategic about the people we've uh, gotten on the show this week um we were really trying to bring some joy to your life uh for the next hour or so so uh we are with you we're thinking about you we all have our struggles um so we really really hope you enjoy the show uh we're not going to talk about coronavirus in the sense of uh what's going on because Glenn is doing some amazing updates during the week uh, that we really think you should, we should he- head over there. Uh, the next one you listen to, but uh, we hope you really enjoy our show. And we really, really tried to, to think of the right guests for you. So we're going to have a quick commercial break with Bait Saddle and we're going to come back with Micah Delegdish. Uh, she is an Israeli writer and you'll love how she set some goals. Bates Saddles offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline, engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. Underneath the finest European leather, you will feel the power of innovation. For you, the rider, enjoy instantaneous comfort, optimal balance, and seamless contact with your horse, leaving you free to concentrate on your aids. For your horse, the care cushion system and easy change fit solution ensure the absolute comfort and your peace of mind. Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential by riding in a bait saddle. See your local retailer for a test ride or visit baitsaddles.com to find out more. That's baitsaddles.com. Well, tonight we are so happy to have Michael Deligdish. She is from Gemini Dressage, and she is the first representative of Team Israel that just competed in the 2020 Nations Cup that happened here in Wellington. Micah, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. We are so excited to have you. We've been working on this all season because I, I happened to meet you when we, at the trailers at Global and you, you were so, uh, you're just awesome. And you were telling me <laughs> your dream from Israel. So can you kind of tell us about yourself and tell our listeners what your dream was at the beginning of the season? Yeah. So, um, I'm a trainer and full-time competitor down here in Wellington. And I started competing internationally a little over a year ago. Um, and I obviously represent Israel. Um, And there are only three international Israeli dressage riders. And um, at the time when I first started competing, um, I think there were only a couple of us in the ring. And when they asked me what my goals were for the future of Israeli dressage, I said, I think it would be really amazing to be able to put together a team and start competing as a team instead of just, you know, a rider here and there. Um, and then over the summer I was in Europe competing, uh, for three months and I did a couple shows with one of my teammates 
And then in August, um, we made history by being, uh, it was the first time that Israel got to send two riders to European championships as individuals rather than just one because both of us had qualified. Um, and that was a really special moment. We had a ton of support. The jumping team was there. Um, you sort of, it, you know, it, it's a team event. So you had that atmosphere and it was really special doing the opening ceremonies and having the flags in the barn um, and having just that camaraderie among all the riders and the, the Federation and everyone who flew to Europe to support us from here as well, which was really cool. And then I came home uh, and started competing here in Wellington for season. And, you know, I was kind of thinking and doing the math and I was like, I think this year we can do it. Sahar Hirosh was back in the ring with Whitman. Um, I was in the ring with Destiny and I said, you know, maybe we can get Ayal to fly here and do it. And I called him and it took some convincing. He's very pragmatic and logical. And I said, please fly here, get the week off work. Um, I can get you a horse. I promise you, which I didn't know at the time, but I had a feeling I could do. <laughs> and, um, and I really, I really convinced him. And then he said, okay, give me a few days to think about it. And I'm like really hoping. And he calls me back and he's like, I can do it. Let's do it. And I was like, yes, we're going to make history. We're going to be the first Israeli team to compete in anything. You know, a nation's cup alone in Wellington is a huge deal, but there's never been a dressage team for any event. So, um, you know, then I was thinking, okay, now the next step is a horse. Um, so I called, um, a friend at Helgstrand dressage and I explained to them the situation and how, uh, important and what a big deal this was. And they said, of course, we want to support you. We think this is great. And they generously lent us a really super horse, uh, for the small tour because we were doing a combined team. Um, and Al flew here, had a couple rides on the horse, and then, you know, we did it. We pulled it together, um, Sahar and I competing in the big tour and Al competing in the small tour. And we finished fourth out of five nations, um, which is a, it's an amazing start. You have to start somewhere um, and go build from there. And it was just so much fun, again, just to have that, team atmosphere, but this time home in Wellington. Yeah, that's fantastic. So tell us about your own horse. Who did you ride? So the horse that I'm riding is Destiny. He is a 17-year-old Danish warm blood by Diamond Hit, who um, is owned by Devin Kane of Diamante Farm. Um, Devin and I started working together with Destiny also a little over a year ago. Um, and he is an amazing horse. He's so much fun. He is nicknamed <laughs> the dragon um, <laughs> because he has always been a spicy horse. Um, even, you know, Devin's had him since he was four and trained him to the Grand Prix and he's shown, you know, he's shown over in Europe um, and he's always just been a dragon. And, he's still like this and he really <laughs> lights up in the ring and he loves to compete, um, which has just been so much fun for me because we, uh, we had this huge goal of wanting to qualify for European championships last year. And we did not have a lot of time 
And when I started riding him, I think we had a couple weeks before our first international show, which anyone knows CDIs are a lot of pressure. They're like a rated show magnified. And um, we went up and did the show and try on and, you know, Devin had only been coaching me a short period of time. And um, we went up and again, just had a, a ball. And I think that says a lot when you have a really fun horse, you really enjoy riding and competing that it should be something you look forward to and that you have a really good relationship with your coach who you also look forward to that with. So Mika, it's my understanding that the split team competition was held similar to the Pan Am Games format. Uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about how that worked out? Yeah, so the Nations Cup was held in the same format as the Pan Am Games, where when you have a combined team, the Grand Prix scores are given a percentage advantage, which I believe for Nations Cup was uh, 1.5 percentage points. So um, that does affect how the overall points are calculated for the team scores, which um, goes towards your placing. They also did the new Olympic format where the team medal is a combined of the Grand Prix and the special, but there's a lot of weight put on the special. And and then the freestyle is individual. Oh, fantastic. That's that's awesome. So, I mean, Mika, now obviously we have a, a global pandemic going on. So what's your plan? Are you guys going to go to training? Obviously, we don't know kind of what the summer holds. So what's your plan with your horses right now? Yeah, you know, we are having to deviate a little bit from our original summer plans, as I think most people are. We were planning on going up for the try on spring show, which I don't think we're going to do now. Um, I think it's it's nice in a way. It, it gives us an opportunity. Um, you know, now with show schedules, with going up north to show and, and being down here, you're always kind of in a state of showing. Um, I think it's kind of nice to take a step back and take a breath and give your horses a few months that you can really kind of focus on things in your training that you want to improve or accomplish, maybe give them a little bit more of a rest and, um, you know, just kind of take a breath and take the pressure off. Um, so I'm kind of looking at it as, uh, I'm trying to find the positive in it and really like assessing all of my horses training programs and where they can improve for next season. Um, you know, or best case, we can look forward to shows like Devin and Fogarty's if we want to get in the ring a little earlier. But um, yeah, that's kind of how we're looking at it. Yeah, I think I think that's actually a, a great plan for everybody. I think that's just kind of where it is now. And we all just need to step back and think, okay, where, where can we really improve or uh, train? And, yeah. and I think, you know, we'll know, we'll all know more. I've, I've gotten several questions recently, the same. And I, and I think that's just an awesome answer of like, let's just, everybody goes back to training. And once the showing comes back, we'll, we'll figure that out when we do. Well, Mika, thank you so much for your time tonight. How can our listeners find you online if they have any questions for you? Yeah. Um, my website is GeminiDressage.com. Um, it's Gemini, like the astrological sign. Um, and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Well, thanks so much. And we're so proud of you and Team Israel. That's amazing. 
Thank you. Well, we're going to have a quick break from Kentucky Performance Products, and I always feel that you can give Kentucky Performance Products a call. They are there. I know that personally because Karen can't ride right now. She would love to answer some questions about supplements. It's a great time to get a hold of her at Kentucky Performance Products. And then we're going to come back with John Hame. Vitamin E is a powerful antioxidant that supports healthy muscle and nerve function by limiting cellular damage. Green grass is the best source of vitamin E for horses, but most horses don't spend enough time grazing to meet their needs. Hay, grain, and winter pasture provide little to no natural vitamin E. To ensure your horse's vitamin E requirements are met, choose Elevate. Elevate contains a readily available source of natural vitamin E. Elevate is cost-effective and easy to feed. To learn more about Elevate, visit the Kentucky Performance Products website at kppusa.com. Well, this evening, we are so happy to have John Haim on. He is the president of New Age Performance. He's a human performance coach for pro athletes. John, welcome to the show. Thank you, Reese. Hi, Philip. How are you? I think we're doing we're doing pretty good. <laughs> good. We are, this is quite a challenging time, and, and we're so happy to have you on because Thank I you. think for for all athletes, um, and especially now, uh, equestrians, a lot of us, you know, we can't see our horses or if we can see them, we can't ride. Uh, it's, it's a really challenging time. We don't know when competition is going to start again. Um, so it's really hard to stay motivated. So John, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, kind of give us some insight on that. Yeah. So, uh, I work as a, it's a human performance coach, uh, we call it, and I work uh, in all of the professional sports leagues. So I work in the NBA, NFL, PGA Tour, NHL, and I also work in equestrian too. So I do work with show jumpers. I do work with dressage athletes. I do work with adventurers. In fact, I'm just in the process of writing a book that's going to be published by Trafalgar. And uh, next week, I'm interviewing uh, Laura Tomlinson and um, Charlotte Dujardin for, for the book. So, And I'm super excited about that, obviously, because uh, dressage is a big part of the book and to help dressage athletes. So, yeah, but you're, you're totally right. Like getting back, I guess, to the, to the focus of the question. It's really hard right now, obviously, because people can't see their horses, they can't train, they can't ride, they're out of the routine. So, you know, part of my job as a performance coach when I'm working with athletes right now, if it's equestrians, great, if it's another athlete, great, or corporate people too, is to try to find the opportunities in this in this period right now. And there are opportunities, it's not all bad. So, you know, uh, I think or dressage athletes, I think, uh, show jumpers, eventers, all equestrians have a real opportunity right now to kind of maybe rest a bit. Uh, it's always a hectic schedule. It's a hectic show schedule through the year. So give the horses a rest, give themselves a rest, reset a bit, recalibrate, reevaluate, and uh, just see what they need to do kind of moving forward coming out of this period. So I think there's some really good opportunity here for people to to think about, you know, maybe how they can be better at being a, a, a well, being a better uh, equestrian athlete, what they need moving forward, perhaps how they can enjoy the sport more. So there's a lot of things to think about. So I think they could use the time to reflect and we can get more into the nuance of that, too, as we go along here. 
So, John, I know that you are specializing in, in confidence, and, and I, I've read some stuff from you on, on building confidence and how confidence, and I think that's a, uh, you know such an important part of sport and all the other sports that you mentioned you're involved in. But, um, you know, I think a lot of my adult amateur writers, that's something that they're sort of missing their program or, or missing as they're riding. They're always looking to their coach to boost them up. And we do that a lot, but I, uh, you know, any other tips on that would be great. Yeah. I think that's one thing you mentioned. So I think is important too, is the coach can have a big, a big role in it, right? You need the support and you need those words of encouragement and you need the feedback from a coach. You know, when we look at confidence, I think there's many, many factors to it, but there's three really primary ones. The first one is always, always, always the most important piece of performance is self-awareness. Um, understanding yourself, basically, very simply, but understanding things like what are your strengths? What are your limitations? What are your triggers? What triggers uh, emotion in you, positive and negative emotion? As as you guys know, the emotions of the rider impact greatly the emotions of the, of the partner or of, of the horse. So that's a big factor. Knowing things like your va- your riding values, what do you believe in? Uh, things like your purpose. Why are you riding? And keeping that front and center all the time, which is really important. So the self-awareness piece is really key, primarily because in order to really believe in something, truly, authentically believe in something, you have to understand it first. So that's why self-awareness is so key. The second piece is the training. And uh, how do you train? How do you prepare? And you have to really understand, you know, the, the pro- your, your own process. What works for you as far as preparation? And then the training piece I always, always recommend, and this goes across all sports, including equestrian, is that you have to train, 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 but you also, within the training, you have to test things. Really important. And I, do, I know dressage, sometimes it gets tricky of testing within the the training environment because when you get into the real thing sometimes the your partner can anticipate things but you have to find a way to test because testing is really important because if you can do it in training then you know you can do it when it counts so you have to test it with all athletes we train 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 we train on the technical pieces and then it moves into skills and then we have to test it in training before they go into competition. So that's really key. Now the third piece and probably the most important piece, uh, in confidence, like we're talking about right now is the ultimate gatekeeper of confidence is your own voice. What you're saying to yourself. Um, how are you supporting yourself? Is it positive? Is it negative? Um, that voice is really critical because that voice of doubt, whether how much you train or how much you know yourself at the very final moment, when it really counts, that voice can have a major impact on what happens. And I've seen it in the Olympics. I've seen it in the Super Bowl. I've seen it in many, many different instances where that voice sort of rises up and you have to have a mechanism to deal with that voice. And, uh, and that voice, like I said, has to be your best friend and has to support you because it never goes away. As you know, it's always with you 24 seven. Uh, so you have to have an approach to shape and deal with that voice to support you and support your performance. So, like I said, there's many other factors. We're going to deal with the, the, all the different factors of confidence in the book, but those three key pieces, I call them the core pieces 
are really important for an equestrian athlete. So, John, talking to riders right now who, you know, they're like, we've rested. You know, we've had three or four weeks now where we've rested. I get it. Yeah. So how do you, okay, so we've rested, but how do you sort of motivate yourself to be ready when the competition starts? You know, we're not quite sure. That's a, that's kind of a fluid date right now when all the competitions start and what will happen when the competitions start, et cetera. How, how do you stay motivated? And I'm not asking for a friend. I'm asking for myself as well here. Yeah. So I I think, you know, uh, one of the things you can do certainly is challenge yourself and challenge yourself to learn, challenge yourself to learn something new. There's podcasts, there's all sorts of different things you can do to, you know, try to make yourself a better rider. And that should be your ambition through the period is that when you come back, you're just better on the horse. So you find things off of the horse to make yourself better on the horse. Now in within equestrian sport, or with any sport, actually, there's a there's like a performance model where you look at kind of four key areas. One of them is technical. Now, it's going to be difficult to improve that because you're not on the horse, but you can, you know, sit with your coach, um, sort of reflect yourself on what can I improve? How can I get better? What pieces? Is it the hands? Is it seat? Is it rhythm? Is it balance? What do I really need to work on that connection with my horse, too, or my connection with my partner? How can I improve that? So thinking about things like that and maybe talking to your coach and upgrading that piece. And then the physicality, we know uh, a lot of equestrian athletes are becoming more fit, like becoming more fit in the legs and in the core. And that's really important, that connection, you know, with the seat and and, uh, being stronger and being able to support those great technical pieces that you're always training and building. Then there's the strategic piece. You know, how can how can I do better, for example, in dressage? evaluating all the pieces of the test and how I can do better and the position in the ring and all those things. And with respect to show jumping or something like that, course walking, uh, evaluating courses, maybe look at coursework or course design and see how courses are designed and how that can impact you with respect to your own performance. And then the, 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 the final piece that you can work probably more on is the piece that we're talking about tonight. And that's the mental and the emotional piece. So you can work on things like imagery. Uh, that's a great thing you can probably work on. And there's there's a number of pieces within there's a number of pieces within the you know the uh, the mental piece where you can build your mental and emotional muscles. Uh, mindfulness. There's a lot of fantastic mindfulness apps out there. For example, Headspace and these sorts of things where you can build those focus muscles and get yourself more in the moment. So when you do you know, arrive in the starting gate that you have a mechanism to pull yourself in the moment so that you're not getting ahead of yourself and thinking about the what ifs and creating, you know, the fears inside of yourself or reaching back and pulling those maybe less than great performances forward and which might impact your current performance. So there's things like that. And like I said, like I mentioned, the the self-discovery piece is really important. Sit down, create a value system for yourself. Think about why you're doing it. Um, you know, there's there's all sorts of different pieces you can do with respect to, you know, the technical, not so much. Maybe physical, yes, you can work on it. Um, the strategic, a little bit. But I think the mental and the emotional piece, you can really focus on that piece and develop it so that when you do come back, uh, you're more mindful and you have a stronger mindset. 
Well, here I just want to kind of share what I've been doing because as most most of people know, I'm I'm not riding at the moment. So, um, you know, what works for me a lot with my riding and my training that I've learned is to use a lot of visualization. You know, in in my but I'm, I'm not, I can't you know be in the saddle visualizing. So what what I what I like to do is just pull up YouTube, watch some watch some videos of like the best riders at the best competitions. You can you know you can do that quite easily, and and sort of visualize uh, a horse that I might think is similar to mine, or one you know I, I have horses that I think of that have little problems, and then I just watch a video of how the best riders and the best horses are doing it, and I can bring that back when I start riding again, bring that back into my training. And I sort of, you know, I, I ride by the mirror or whatever. And just as I'm going along and I want to think, yes, I want to have that passage like Vallegro. I want to have the PF like Bella Rose and just, you know, um, bring that into my training. That's something I already use. And I'm just working on sharpening my, my visualization skills. So there is lots that you can do. And for sure, if you can find techniques to build your confidence, because we all need that, I think that that there's opportunity, like you said, opportunities um, to learn. And you know, if you have a little extra time, you know, you you can order pick up pick up a book from Trafalgar Square, and and it can help you change your perspective and, and bring something more to your riding. Because I think when when things are busy, we just get riding and we're riding, 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 training, 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 and and we don't we aren't using the opportunities to. Um, build all the other um, aspects of our uh, of our performance and and meeting our goals. Yeah, Philip, I totally agree with you, and I think that the you know the mental of the four I mentioned the technical, the physical, the strategic or tactical, and the mental and emotional. The one that sort of gets forgotten about is the mental and the emotional piece, and there's a real opportunity here for you now to work on it. The equestrian world has stopped. So sit back and, and, you know, think about how you can develop this. I love your idea of imagery. That's, that's a fantastic one. Philip, did you know that uh, if you do imagery really well and you actually put yourself in the saddle and you can feel it and you can see it and you can, you can hear it and you can really put yourself like you're actually in the saddle, <clears throat> it's 70% as effective with respect to the brain pathways as actually doing it, as actually being in the seat. So if you're really good at this and you get good at this, this can really help your riding. I love that idea. It's a, it's a fantastic idea. One of the things you can do is think about the best performance you've ever had. So think about, you know, when you had your best test ever and go through it and build that confidence in yourself that you, because you know, you can do it, you have done it. So keep replaying that in your mind and, and, and put it on replay and then put yourself, like you said, I like the idea what you're talking about, about looking at videos and seeing maybe horses that are close to yours and, and looking at those performances. And then, you know, visualize when you do come back or imagine when you do come back, put yourself in the starting gate, um, you know, the test starts and then go through it very carefully and you can go through it in all sorts of different speeds too. This is the beautiful thing about imagery. You can go through it in slow motion and then you can speed it up and you can play around with that a little bit with the imagery piece and you can make a mistake and then, and then go back and see how you responded to it or how you would like to respond to it versus how you may have responded to it in the past. So there's all 
there's some fantastic things you can do there around imagery. We call it going to the movies. So it's like you're sitting down, you're going to the movies and you're seeing yourself um, actually do it, but you're not the third person. You're actually in the saddle and you have all the feelings of actually doing it. So I think what you've done there is really great. That's one thing you can definitely do. Yeah, John, that's fantastic. I mean, I think, I think, you know, it's the struggle for everybody and um, I'm lucky in the sense of my horses are coming. I, I, I was in Florida for the Florida season. It got halted a little soon, uh, but we were basically done. And so my horses could rest, but for a couple of weeks, but now, you know, I want to ramp back up and get motivated and, and it's a different challenge. And again, it, I have my own farm and I'm here on the farm. So it's a little different situation. Um, but th- sort of that motivation and, and thinking about it, in, in my situation is also very helpful. So John, we can't thank you enough for everything you said to us. Can, can you tell us how can our listeners find you online? Tell us more about your books. How can they find those? Yes. Uh, thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to do that. You can reach me at, uh, on the online or on the web at, uh, my website, which is www.johnhaim, H-A-I-M as in Mary E.com. There's info about us there. Uh, my bio is on there and a bit of inf- info too. I think we have an equestrian link too, so you can see what we've done with equestrians. Um, the super exciting thing, obviously, for us right now, or for me right now, is uh, I'm writing a book with uh, Darlene Ricker. Um, and um, it's coming out in the spring of uh, 2021, I believe. And it's it's uh, focused on equestrian confidence, primarily because, uh, you know, what I find is I find there's a bit of a, a crisis in confidence for equestrians. So I want to address it. I want to help the modern equestrian, the modern young equestrian become more confident. So we're interviewing some amazing people. I had mentioned Laura and, and Charlotte. Uh, Oliver Townsend is going to be in it. We've got some great show jumpers, too, that are going to help us, uh, you know, help people, I think, or help equestrian athletes. So very excited about that. So that's where you can find me. And that's what's uh, kind of coming up in, uh, in our world in equestrian. Well, fantastic. John, thanks so much for your time tonight. And we look forward to seeing that. Well, Phil, I know right now you're not riding to tell people about the Stability Stirrup Leathers um, and all the great products at totalsaddlefit.com. I can tell you they are so durable because I currently, Justin would hate me if I say this, you know, I'm, I, I use the hose on my girths and I'm not supposed to, especially in the leather ones, but total side off at girths, they are amazing and they hold up to all of the things, especially now that I don't have any help. (laughs) (laughs) Good good point, Reese. You can, you can check out all of the products because they are all great and are, are very durable uh, we use them, you know, as professionals, we use, we kind of have a tendency to use pretty hard because we, we don't find the time usually to be taking the best care of our, of our stuff. And, uh, we just love this total saddle fit stuff. So go, go ahead, check them out. www.totalsaddlefit.com. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, we also have another fantastic guest, Nicholas Smith from Dressage Rider Training. We hope you enjoy her interview and uh, we're even more excited that we can all do a workout program together. So listen to this interview and we are all going to start a workout program on 
April 27th, and we can even start earlier. Um, but we're really excited that Phil and I get to work out with you guys as a community. It's going to be a lot of fun. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, today I am so excited to have Nicola Smith on. She is the instructor of the Dressage Rider Training Program. Uh, I have been a student of hers for a long time, and so actually talking to her, not going to lie, Nicola, I'm fangirling you a little. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me, and that's so cool to hear. You've done so well with the program. And yeah, well, it's great to be on the show. Yes, I, it really worked for me. I, I don't know. I, I found just somewhere on Facebook or something, and, and I struggle. You know, I, I just am a busy lady and, and, and have a lot of responsibilities, and I just struggled with working out. And I found your program, and it was like a whole new world open for me. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your program? Yeah, so I'm a, a personal trainer, and so I've been a personal trainer for, for probably about 15 years now, and I also have a huge passion for dressage and, and horse riding, and so those two have combined together to create our Dressage Rider Training Program, which is a 12-week online training program, which takes people through step-by-step on how they can improve their rider fitness and well-being off the horse. So we work on helping a rider become physically fit and mentally fit to be able to be the best that they can be when they're riding. Yeah, it, it's a great program. And, and anything horse-related, I, I seem to do better with. Like when you talk about this is going to make you a better rider, it just is much better than me actually going to like a gym setting, which never has been successful for me. So can you tell everybody a little bit about how the program works and um and, and how it's broken down. So essentially, it's a membership-based website where people will receive um, login details and they can access the workouts. And there are three 20-minute workouts that you do per week with some additional homework, which is things like stretching and some on-the-horse work to help really deepen your seat. And each workout is only 20 minutes long, with the first one having a focus on yoga mobility and that's all about really opening up your body and improving your suppleness and making sure that you feel nice and free when you're in the saddle. We then have uh, core strength, which again helps with your stability and your being nice and stable in the saddle. Then we have our rider strength, and it's a unique combination of all three of those that really helps somebody feel at one with their horse and move with their horse because it's not just about brute strength or being able to do the splits. It's those unique combinations of stretching, suppleness, mobility, strength and stamina that really helps the rider um, become stable in the saddle and build their confidence as well. So like I said, it's not just about the fitness, it's also about the mental fitness as well. Yeah, and it, it's it's so well designed, I think, for riders and, and also for busy people. You know, you can do the program. I don't have a big uh, living apartment. I have a small apartment and I can do the workouts in my apartment, um, which is fantastic. If you it have to run, then I sometimes run up and down the barn aisle sometimes with the horses think I'm crazy, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, and, and it was it's really designed with a busy person in mind. And I, what I loved about the program was I am able to feel success 
if I can, you know, I always got through the three workouts a week. Uh, and, and you always encourage, you're so encouraging and so positive that um, it makes you want to do three more. So you do six a week, which was always my goal was to give myself one day off and, and to go. And you don't need a lot of equipment. Uh, you need more equipment as you go, but you give very clear direction on what you need. Um, and, and I love it too, because I, I feel like I know your dogs and your horses because you they come in sometimes, don't they? they make a special appearance. Yes, yeah, they're they're part of our um, you know our office crew, the team behind our business. Very important role. Absolutely. So, Nicola, did you start? How did you come up with this idea? It's it's such a great idea. So it originally started. Um, we have a, an online gym, which is essentially uh, it's more based towards the generic person wanting to get fit, wanting to get well, and so we've already had that. That's been going for probably coming up 10 years. We started that in 2008, I think. So come, yeah, 2008. So that there is, again, the online membership site. And then that was going really well. And then a lady just asked me to do some cool workouts for horse riders. And so I did a really terrible job and I filmed them in my garage and my hair wasn't up properly and I kind of just put it together. And it turned out that people wanted more of them. So then I thought, I'll better do a better job than this. And so <laughs> then we put together a complete 12-week program and, and put all the effort into making it as best as I possibly could. And so it's growing. The whole business is growing just from people asking and requesting. And then I build the next thing that the next person wants. So the vision was just helping people. And, and each time we've gone along, it's just how can we help people improve things. So each roadblock that somebody's come across so it could be just simply internet issues and downloading issues so then we've created um, the option to download every workout so that they can keep they've got um, USBs we've got the app and now we've got people in Germany wanting the program so we're getting that transcribed at the moment and it's just each little thing that comes along it's just been to help people and um, fix any roadblocks that people are having to enjoy their riding even more. Absolutely. And, and Nicola, talk to us. I mean, this is such a hard time right now for everyone around the world. Um, and one of the things that, that we all have been talking about is sort of increasing our mental fitness and our physical fitness. So can, can you talk to us and give us a little bit of guidance on why this is so important right now, why we're not really able to ride and compete? Well, having routine and purpose and goals is a huge part of happiness because happiness is about feeling productive and feeling like you're moving forward and so even though you can't move from your house you can still get a sense of that feeling by taking care of yourself and so if you structure your day so that you have routine and that you've got things in your day that have purpose and they're still helping you achieve your goals that's going to help for a sense of overall well-being and um, physical mental fitness so first of all it's getting that routine in your day and and then understanding how exercise makes a massive difference to how you feel. And then when you're able to keep progressing towards your goals by achieving that exercise and achieving that routine, it makes you feel good. So that's why it's so important to get that routine in place while you're going through this. Yes. So um, we've got sort of a special program that we, we're teaming up with Dressage Rider Training. And, uh, you know, we're going to encourage all of our listeners to join the program. I think there's a DRT1 
It's starting on 27th of April, is that correct? Yep, that's right. Okay, so I, I'm going to join in too. Maybe we're going to uh, talk a little bit about it between Reese and I, you know, and whoever we have on the show that might want to come on and talk about the dressage rider training. Uh, we're all going to join and, and start on the 27th. So um, well, what you can do for the special program with... Uh, with dressage rider training is to go to www.dressageridertraining.com forward slash DRS. That's for dressage radio show listeners. And uh, hopefully people will join and we'll, we'll do it together. How's that sound? That's great. Like the, one of the best things and the reason we have start dates is just that feeling of everyone around the world doing it together. And we have an incredible community with CRT, with the Facebook group and just in the forum, and everybody supports one another. And it really does help with that um, that motivation each day to know that you've got these people around you, even though they're not physically there, especially during this lockdown time that you've got the sense that there are people experiencing what you're experiencing and able to do this with them. Yeah, I, I really, I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie. Like I said earlier, I, I'm fangirling Nicola because I, I, you know, <laughs> I have worked out with her. I see her in the morning and she's so sweet. And it's like, good morning. I, I talk to you all the time. Not going to lie. Uh, but it is a really fun sense of community. And we, we Philip and I and, and Nicola and Ben, we decided that this would be such a cool program for us sort of all to do together. Uh, and you can be all levels and, and Nicholas very articulate and she'll tell you if, if you need to redo a week, uh, you get busy, something's happening, it's not a problem. And, and that's what's so cool because literally I have had, I, I try to get all my students to start so that we can do it together. So we're really, really looking forward that we can all kind of do this together in this time. And, and it really will. And I am not kidding you. It will get you better. It will get you, you will be more supple. You will sit the trot better. Even if you can't do the on-the-horse homework, which sometimes, right, Nicola, there's there's horse riding homework, which you won't be able to do, but that's okay. Yeah, it's a very small part of the program, and that, the great thing is that we have a lot of people who do the program when they're not able to ride, and it just means when you come back to being able to get back in the saddle, you're so much more prepared, you're able to get back on with it, and it makes you feel just so much better. And the whole thing is you can do it at your own pace, your own time, so it doesn't matter where in the world you are, you're just making sure you get those three 20-minute workouts in per week, or you can do six, or you can do even more. It's just about adapting it to suit you and really just taking it all at your own time and in your own pace. Exactly. So we are all going to start on the 27th. Again, go to dressageridertrainer.com forward slash DRS. Uh, we were all going to get started. Um, ben is, is I think he's the technical guy because I always email him because I am I can never get the technical side. You always get a response back uh, and, and in a timely manner so uh, you can keep your workout going. So uh, like I said, I'm, I'm so very excited, Nicola, that we can start this and do this together. And maybe we can all do a six-week check-in when, when we see how it's going. Um, but we're really looking forward to it. And, and we're, we're a couple weeks out to the start date. So Nicola, what are some things that our listeners can do to kind of get ready to start on the 27th? So the great thing about uh, what we've put up for this time around is that when people join, they can literally start straight away if they wanted to. We have a start date so that everybody can get together at the same time. But just for the situation with everybody around the world, we have allowed that people get all their information they need right away. 
But if you don't want to start the program straight away, you get access to the entire online gym, which has yoga programs, core programs, boot camps, long 12-week fat better programs. You get access to everything as soon as you join up. So you can get started as soon as you want. Fantastic. And the online gym's awesome. You will get lost in there. It's so great. And and I, I really enjoy the yoga. And Nicholas does great yoga classes. I, I've already I've already been in there. So um well Nicola, we are I, well, I personally am very excited. I don't know about Phil, but he mm-hmm. was talking about running the other day. So <laughs> I am really yeah, 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 I'm working on I'm work, I'm actually working on my fitness for probably the first time in my life, maybe. <laughs> And uh, I mean, hopefully I can take this, you know, all this, uh, you know, I've been doing a few things and and hopefully, you know, I've, uh, you know, I've done yoga quite a bit and and a little bit of the Pilates stuff. So, uh, um, you know, hopefully when we come out of coronavirus, this will be a positive thing that I'm going to take with me and and be more fit. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and that is the great thing thing to try and put try and find a positive spin on a negative and that is a fantastic time for you to be able to work on your own fitness your own well-being while you're not able to ride i love it well nicola one more time if our listeners want to contact you guys directly how do they do that i can just come to dressageridertraining.com and you'll find all the details on the website fantastic thanks nicola we will check in with you in a couple weeks and, and and we'll all see how we're doing Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. Well, Phil and Jemmy, I'm so glad we got to spend a little time together. This was kind of our virtual cocktail party for the night. (laughs) Very happy that I got to spend some time with you guys and all our listeners. uh, We're all having lots of challenges right now. So as always, you can email us, Facebook us, all the things. We have gotten gotten, uh, some, some very nice emails that, that, that that helps out in this time to feel like you know our our uh, our efforts are appreciated and we're we're doing the best we can and um you know any suggestions just let us know on 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 uh, on our emails or check out our Facebook page that's great yeah and we love suggestions and suggestions for guests right now because a lot of people are at home and they it's amazing they want to talk to us it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> please 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 but. Phil, um, you don't have this book yet. And this is actually, for us, this is a little um, more of a a quicker timeline than we normally do for our book club. But because everybody is at home right now and on lockdown, we have a new book club. We're going to announce it right now. Phil doesn't even have it yet. This is um, right off the press. It usually takes me an extra week or two to get the books in in Canada here. But uh, I was was looking forward to when when it comes in the mail. So exactly. So this came from Trafalgar Square, horseandriderbooks.com. And uh, the book is Freestyle, The Ultimate Guide to Riding, Training, and Competing to Music by Sandra Ballou, B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U, Begin the Dance. So we are so thrilled to announce this book. We'll, We'll make sure that it's in our show notes and that it's on our website. So you can take a look at it. Um, It's for dressage and Western dressage, music and choreography, exhibition writing. So if anybody, uh, right now you have time to work on a freestyle, uh, it's a great time to do that. So we're doing that actually with a couple of my students. Uh, Now's the time. You got some time. So 
Uh, we hope you enjoy this book. We will get the author on and do do our regular deal, but get the book and uh, get ready to start working on some freestyles. We're really excited about that. So as always, I just, you- I, yeah, sorry. I was going to tell you that uh, the book I'm currently reading is the new anatomy of connection. It's also Trafalgar Square books. Uh, it's it's quite interesting. We won't maybe we'll do it as a book club book later on or or something like that. Um, so I just wanted to to tell you what I'm doing and what I'm up to. That's about I love it. it. I love it. Um, I, I uh, have because I'm so tired from stalls and work. Uh, <laughs> I bought two pages of of my current book. I can't even tell you what it is because I I literally last night Travis took it off my chest and he's like, "All right, you're sleeping." So, <laughs> so I'm I'm not making it through much a lot of reading right now, but that's okay. But everybody, we're thinking about you. And as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guest on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com. And my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down, your shoulders back, and please stay well and at home. And we are thinking about you and during this trying time. And uh, we hope we brought a little joy to you. And we will be back next week. Mm-hmm.